Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Hey, good morning, <clears throat> Happy everybody. Monday from Utah. Yeah, It is back. a Monday over here, let me tell you. <laughs> Yeah, um, it is a Monday. Yeah, we got well, a new setup we in the podcast we studio. Well, we were in Twin Falls over the weekend, and mm-hmm. and we're back now, and and decided to completely change out how our studio looks. So came in and it's like, honey, we're not even connected. Yeah. <laughs> so let's wait. Uh, did, I took, he, did I hear her blame that on me? Someone, no, so I I, I, I did not say, oh, honey, I, it's your fault that oh, we're not connected. Okay. I just said, honey, we're not even connected. I knew that from the beginning. So, so. um, so yeah, we're we're, we're all here good though. and we're here and and we're, uh, we're happy late to, getting going, yeah. but uh, but we're so here. um, it's uh, I, I always have to do a weather report. It rained last night, and oh my gosh, it's so nice to sleep to that. When you can hear it, I slept oh, through oh, it. it so, I did not so even great. know it rained. <laughs> so night. great, colors are beautiful. All of that. Yeah. Um, what do we have coming up? We have coming up on Saturday. Our youngest oh, is getting married, and um, and so she's uh, she's uh, always or she's you know super excited and yeah. it's like um, a duh, always Jim's fault. Thanks, Facebook I, user. I, one of the things I'm noticing about this whole wedding thing is it <laughs> seems to all be about the bride and groom, and there's almost nothing about it that is about the husband of the mom. <laughs> it's, like, it's almost nothing Jim's about the like, husband. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, I said, I don't know, look pretty. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but, you um, know, people said, Jim, it's, it's not all about you. And so I'm mm-hmm. having to come to grips with that. So. You're so funny. <laughs> you just crack me up. Yeah, um, yeah. I, he, yeah. He's got assignments. So, so. that's our Saturday. Yeah, we that's got, our Saturday. We got a full week getting ready yeah, for all that. It's um, been back to back stuff here for us. You know, between a shower and then the, the trip to Idaho, mm-hmm. and now the the, and and then from this weekend we go next weekend into San Diego, we'll which is one of LHPH. the announcements on the calendar. Mm-hmm. For those of you contemplating LHPH, if you never looked at it, it's not too late to grab a flight and, mm-hmm. and grab a ticket for that event. We're going to be there. It's Thursday through Friday, the 10th through the 12th yep. in beautiful downtown San Diego. Yeah. And uh, so we'll be broadcasting live on Friday, yeah. uh, bringing interviews with the speakers from the event. I look forward to that. That'll be fun. But I would just say, if you're contemplating LHPH, and listen, this is a good time yeah. to look at it. So We've had one of our clients just recently switch. Yeah. Um, to lease here. So, mm-hmm. uh, and also I know that Bill Elizondo from NIADA is going to be doing a 20 group. There is an LHPH right. 20 group that, um, that they are going to be meeting whilst there and that they have spots available. So mm-hmm. if you are an LHPH and you are thinking about joining a 20 group, there mm-hmm. is one that yeah. there are spots available. Good morning, George. Yeah. Um, and you know, I know that they're, they just, I think that they're kind of opening it up for people to kind of see what it's about too. Yeah. So, so we're looking forward yeah, to that. We're looking That's forward kind of the big thing work-wise mm-hmm. on our, mm-hmm. on our horizon here. So look forward to broadcasting yeah. from there and hope to see some of you in person out there, including yeah. the famous Bill Elizondo. Yes. Oh, you know what? We should take a drill. 
We should take a drill. <laughs> we should take a power drill with us. Bill, got on, a Bill drill. on a drill is still yeah, with could. us. It still, still is. We meant we it. meant to give it to Ben Goodman, but it it's, just did not make you, it there. It's gotten a little creepy sitting in the corner of our closet. <laughs> <laughs> it just is a little. It's, it's just, not in our. Yeah, it's, 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 it's in the office closet. Why do you have a guy's head on a stick? People don't really get into our office closet, though. I mean, if I put it upstairs in a flower arrangement or something in the living room, people would go, "Why do you have that there?" But still, it's every time we open the closet it's like there's bill yeah and I so just, bill I if just, you're listening today you know we i say hi to you all the time you just never respond i just kind of feel like if somebody <laughs> discovers that in our closet there's going to be a, like a knock on the door like uh detective Weird. smith you know so <laughs> Talk to you folks. Man. It's just oddness. Um, <laughs> it's just, but you know, that's 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 Jim and I. Um, right. I, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Should we get down to business? We should get down to business. Um, today's topic is uh, outsourcing. Yeah, and um, you know, we we have uh, we've with with all of our clients and with all of the the conversations that we have and. Um, with our different clients that we've been finding recently that outsourcing can be a, if done properly, can be a really strong proposition in different parts of the operation. It, I mean, it, it can add an awful lot um, to the organization um, and the the management of the organization. Yeah. And we're familiar with some people who do it. We're not here to pitch anybody. Mm-mm. I, I just, I, I think I, it was a kind of a missed opportunity for me when I put the title out there. I, I should have called it, you know, could outsourcing be a missing link for you? Like for me, yeah. I'm starting to see it in that way for some of our clients. Mm-hmm. And we've been having conversations with clients recently because they're, you know, one of the things that we didn't talk a lot about here in terms of the bullets that we chose for the topic today is like this this thing about scale. You know, when you think about how to scale your business, it's um, it's a link that I think can be really important. So yeah. hopefully, as we go through these bullets, you'll begin to understand why why that's worth a look. I yeah. think a lot of a lot of dealerships are at a stage where there are a lot of pieces of their business that could use some help. Mm-hmm. And so I think for today, it's just about introducing outsourcing as a solution. For many of you that are that find yourself in that situation, can I? I mean, I'm okay. I'm uh, I married into buy here, pay here, but mm-hmm. just uh, just from my observations, um, as I would say, uh, I and I know I don't think this is part of what you were because you've got like he's got uh, three, four, five, six different bullets that we're going to go through about. Um, you know, some of the, some of the things, higher points to, to cover on that. I would say that if you're going to outsource something to start with, that I would say the first thing would be marketing. Okay. Yeah. The first thing would be marketing of some kind that you are pulling someone in and there are lots of options out yeah. there for marketing um, from really uh, low cost to mm-hmm. some very expensive marketing. It depends on how much you want to get into all of the, um, uh, all of the, the, uh, uh, um, the, the digital side, the like geofencing and the, and the, you know, so marketing, I think is probably one of the first yeah, things that, that I, I would suggest. I chose to not to kind of spend any time there yeah. because my thinking is most dealers 
uh, who would hear this would understand the outsourcing for those kind of services, like, you know, finding people to do that. I, I really chose for today to focus mostly on those outsourced mm-hmm. positions that would be customer facing or have customer interaction. Yes. So marketing, of course, is customer facing, but not the same level of interaction mm-hmm. with the consumer. So I was really mm-hmm. thinking about actual full-time hires. Okay. Like if you think about the dealer, the dealer who's making decision about their next full-time hire. Okay. So let's think about, okay, should Mm -hmm. I look at outsourcing this position instead? So for today, I want to run through some pros and cons Mm -hmm. of why, you know, if if you chose one of those positions to be outsourced instead Mm -hmm. of keeping it in-house, then I think the ones that dealers might be most uncomfortable about would be those where we're hiring somebody outside the building who's going to have interaction with our customers. We don't know exactly how that's going to look. Yeah. Um, uh, Just a comment from Maggie um, from CNM Coaching. Uh, With proper coaching and training and uh, and definitely call monitoring, I could have sent you some examples of calls because we see people properly, not properly vetting agents. So if you're going to do it for call for your phones, all yeah. of that. I highly suggest you listening to Absolutely. calls and training them very well. Yeah, you so if you're monitor. going to keep that inside, it's that's one of the things about outsourcing mm-hmm. um, is that is that it it does take um, HR and mm-hmm. training a lot of times off of your plate. Amen. That's one of my bullets. Yeah. Okay, um, not so. so much the training part, but I, and, and it's absolutely true, but um, the the – well, let's just go to the first Okay, one. so we're going to talk about the first one, and which is skill set, especially lead management. So yeah. it's, it's uh, let's talk about how. Well, one of the things we talked about yeah. before, even going back to March in our live stream day, where we talked about lead management and sales and some of the problems that come up with that. Let's just kind of back up and think about a typical buy here, pay here operation that we work with. Many mm-hmm. of them hire salespeople. And they mm-hmm. divvy up the leads through some round robin system or whatever else. And then they've got salespeople working the leads that are coming in from outside the building, mm-hmm. web leads, right? And the problem I see with that is it, well, there's several problems I see with that. But among <laughs> the things that come to mind right away is we've observed that the, the skill set of the people who are chatting online and good and patient and working through that stuff and, and doing the online part, that's not the same skill set as the people who are really personable and friendly and good with customers on the lot. So it's it's differing skill sets yeah. to begin with. Yeah. Oh, and that, I think that's kind of part of what Maggie is talking about as well is that that it's just having good phone skills and the biggest place that you're using phone skills is in lead management. And I got to say, I'm less Besides concerned about the phone part and yeah. not, you know, we, mm-hmm. we love our friend Maggie. She's very good at what she does on the mm-hmm. phone side. I would just say that, you know, of course they're going to work the phones, but what we also know is that there there's a certain percentage of the customers who don't pick up the phone. So I'm really just thinking about how do I, do I really want my salespeople who are supposed to be on the floor watching mm, the lot okay, and getting yes. the customers coming in? Do I want them tied up in a chat about down payments and working with the customers out of the building? Yeah. Well, and, and we, we have this conversation with a lot of our clients. It's like that uh, a good salesperson closer is um, it's you're found a really great catch if you find someone who handles Sales and lead management very, very well, Mm -hmm. all in the same, uh, you know, in the same package. And another part of that, um, the lead management, is that if you've got your lead management being divvied out to salespeople, that it's – if there's someone on the lot, an appointment – 
all your lead management goes out the window until mm-hmm. that person is gone. And so if you're having a busy day and your salespeople are supposed to be doing lead management, basically your busy day, nothing's being followed up on pretty much so. That's a big one. Like mm-hmm. just dedicated person mm-hmm. to, because one of the other things I mentioned is is this idea of distractions. Like, but, but I wouldn't think of a current customer as a distraction. If you happen to have a busy Monday, let's pick a busy mm-hmm. Monday at a dealership, you know, uh, out there today customers calling in or coming in, mm-hmm. then you would like your salespeople to give attention to those. And that doesn't mean that you want to neglect the customers that are sending in inquiries mm-hmm. and making web inquiries. But I would argue that the person who's standing in front of you in the building mm-hmm. is a much higher priority than the customer who's yeah. chatting online. So even if your salespeople have a good skill set yeah. in lead management, is that there's going to be a lot of opportunity, especially on a busy day, that they aren't going to be able to exercise that at all, yeah. and leads will be, lead uh, your leads will be falling through the cracks, or it'll take you know a day or more to get back. And to I realize them. as we talk about this, some of this is kind mm-hmm. of should I have a BDC or not? And I'm really talking about something mm-hmm. different. Than Maybe that. like yeah. yes, we're definitely talking about the BDC element right now. For those listening who aren't familiar, BDC is stands for Business Development Center. So it's like a, or a BDR, it's another, which is a business development rep. Right. right. Uh-huh. So if you hear us talk about those, that's really what mm-hmm. we're referring to. And, you know, that became a thing, especially with franchise stores. They started mm-hmm. hiring. And so if you picture a cubicle of people that are just in mm-hmm. there working the leads and trying to set appointments, mm-hmm. then that's where a BDC really comes into play. So, yeah, a lot of the things that we're talking about here in the sales side, I would be recommending that you can't really outsource salespeople to meet your yeah. customers on the lot. So but what we're really talking about is this BDC you can. position or BDR who is going to chat with customers and set appointments. So what I love about that is they're not distracted by, you know, things on the lot, no matter mm-hmm. what that might be. You know, it's mm-hmm. not not lot parties moving the cars. It's like all the stuff that happens in a retail business, mm-hmm. somebody coming in asking for directions are just not distracted in the same way. Yeah. So they're able to focus on those leads and their job is to set an appointment. So the next one there was... A, this is an important one. Yeah. And it's, and it's you know, you can have the people on site, uh, if you have someone doing like your lead management or, or you know, this could be collections, this could be uh, a number of things. But um, when you outsource, you don't have to worry about management. That includes training. Um, that includes, you know, filling in when there's a gap somewhere. It's that there's it's it's done through someone else. So it's it's another piece off of the dealer's plate mm-hmm. that they don't have to worry about because they know someone else. That's their job, right? And 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 they just report to you. It's kind of like you've hired out as an employee. You know, one of your people on your team is someone that's handling all of that, and you. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So when you, mm-hmm. you know, if you were enter in, excuse me, if you were to uh, enter words. into an engagement mm-hmm. with uh, an outsourced uh, BDC, for example, then most likely the way that that would work mm-hmm. is you as a dealer would have a single point of contact as, and that person would effectively be the sales manager overseeing this BDR. Mm-hmm. And so I have direct line of communication there and I don't have to manage that person. Mm-hmm. And I also, so we can go on to the next piece of that. Because well, you know, similar. we're supposed to be talking about pros and cons yeah. too. Okay. So, you know, we've been talking a lot about pros. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if we're going to wrap up with some of the cons or whatever, but yeah, I just wanted to. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is, this is a big one. 
Okay. For a lot of dealers, um, besides just the management and it's like doing the schedule and the, you know, making sure and, and the payroll and all of that kind of stuff, the HR side as well is, and that's, um, you know, whatever issues that come up, yeah. they're not, they're not yours to have to worry about. And, yeah. and, you know, Jim and I, um, we we both have worked a lot of different places, a lot of different businesses, all of that. I can say my personal preference um, is to not have to worry about HR. Yeah, I just don't. I it's like I can do training, I can do a lot of this other stuff. But I do not want to have to worry about HR. Right, for sure. Mm -mm. Yeah, the people piece is my least favorite part. And keep in mind, you know, when you're talking to Jim, you're talking to somebody who was a partner in a retail business when I was 24 years old. Mm -hmm. I've been around retail a lot. I've been, you know, greeting customers in the door. And one of the downsides of retail, one of the difficult things to manage in retail is you, you never know who's going to walk through the door next and how much time that's going to require. Yeah. So that's a, that's a tough part about that. But then on the HR side, it's like the actual managing of the people, the payroll, well, the bonuses, the, the Okay, sick, so, so it's, you've got stuff. like no HR, no sick days, right. no vacation days. Right. No, no bonuses. bonuses. You might not have to calculate a bonus. That you know the ones yeah. that we're working with currently, they're not, yeah. they're they're paid a flat fee, and they're there's mm -hmm. you know. So I think we can cover some of the cons here before we move past. Like when you say no manager that management is included, that's beautiful. I don't have to manage the person, but it also begs mm -hmm. the question, you know, because a lot of our dealers, God bless them, they they're hardworking folks, and they have a hard time letting go of control. Many of them, right? And so the idea of somebody else managing somebody in another mm -hmm. building, and I don't see if they're productive or not. I think one of the things we have to be prepared to do as dealers is, you know, commit to the engagement, monitor the actual results, and not get too bogged down in that, that you're not standing over that person verifying that they're doing their job. Yeah. You just monitor the, the results. But we can see that the opportunity to have greater results is there because of the focus element. But in the meantime, even if the you start to look at this and say, okay, even if the output were the same, as somebody else I hired, I pay the same amount of money, I get the same amount of production. Mm -hmm. Then all these other benefits, you know, the HR factor, the sick days, that's somebody else's job to make sure there's somebody in that chair doing that job. Yeah. So that's a stress factor that we didn't list here. Well, but and man, I don't know about you, but every dealer I talk to would love to have some stress taken off their yeah. off their plate. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and it's just, and, and a lot of times it's, yeah, people is, are, is a big part of yeah. that. Absolutely. So you've got yeah. somebody else managing the HR side, making sure that you know the, the seat is filled and that the people are yeah. reporting for work and doing their job. So now if I'm a dealer, I have one person, the outsourced mm -hmm. you know, person that I've hired. I'm going to communicate with them. We're going to monitor yeah. production. We're going to look at the reports. Is it working? Is it not working? Yeah. And you know, if the if the seat goes unfilled one day, obviously we got to deal with that. That's a, obviously on the outsourced mm -hmm. company to make sure there's somebody in that chair doing the job. And uh, so we just we see that. Yeah. But I would also say, you know, what we didn't touch on here. You start to see already as we talk about this the opportunity for businesses to scale. And it doesn't matter if you're down here on step yeah. one because you've been open six months or you're, you know, many years in business. A way for you to advance your business can be this outsourcing. So that's why I said mm -hmm. it could be a missing link for many of you because now I can scale. That's outsourced companies. They can they can put people so, in. So I, I, I would like to talk about some cons. Okay. But that that there are, and, and there are cons. One, a con is cost. 
Um, and and sometimes, you know, a dealer's going to think, oh, my gosh, there's so much money going out on on uh, at, to outsource. And I think specifically like collection outsourcing, that kind of stuff. And, and we've sure. dealt with dealers where it's like so much is going out. Well, there's a lot of different options mm-hmm. out there. And we've seen some that are very expensive. You're talking about external servicing or collections? Uh, yeah. So it's like you're outsourcing your collections. Okay. Um, we've seen some that are very expensive and they're very cubicle. They're very, you know, so like a a a, um, a a rep doesn't just do one dealership. They do multiple, or you know, and so they're they're it's it's super um, not personal, mm-hmm. super generic, systematized, systematized. Um, can be a little robotic. Uh, can be a little robotic. Can be a little bit harsh. Um, mm-hmm. And so we've got money. We've got that as well. But we would just want to say just that there are options out there that don't have that problem like some of i mean there's a spectrum and so one bad experience or one bad dealer's experience in this and when they say hey you shouldn't do that because of this and this and this there are other options out there and so we've seen some we've seen some uh for bdc and collections and and some of these other uh, Insurance insurance verification where there are specific people that are assigned to your dealership they speak your dealership's language they use the word tracks from your dealership they know what your tools are. They know what what kind of things that they can work around and what kind of arrangements they can make and all of those kind of things. So that the cost and the impersonal side. So it's you know you're not you're not um, that you're not. Uh, uh, this is you know there are customers, there are team members. Um, those kind of things that can be a con if and it can be a pro as well it just you need to look at the spectrum because we know especially in collections that one of the biggest challenges that we have right okay the one of the biggest challenges we have today is that we're not connected to our customers the way we used to because people don't come into the office to make a payment like they used to right Mm -hmm. and so the idea that we need to have a collector in the dealership because they're the ones making the the or uh developing a relationship is not as strong as it used to be um and so you know the idea that we we maintain this dealership connection through our collectors because people are coming in is just not the case anymore and so we've got to find other ways of being able to do that so outsourcing collections and some of these other pieces can be a really um, it, it's it it shouldn't it and I would suggest that if you're looking to do that it shouldn't take away the personal touch you feel by having someone inside um, or you know that that knows the dealership that knows how you communicate and and all of that that shouldn't would say really that take the, that the away. people that we're working with uh, and we'll we'll be able to report back an update in about three months of you know working with some mm-hmm. of these folks a couple of things come to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, one, you're right. The people that we're working with have a dedicated rep. Mm-hmm. So so it's not like you're going to be sharing that person. That person knows your business, knows your business model, and your Knows approach. the word tracks, knows all the stuff. Yeah. And yeah. so they're, they're going to be a representative of your company in that way. So mm-hmm. this is not just like some person in a cubicle who randomly gets the call. So that that's one thing to kind of differentiate there. But then the other part that I would say, you know, I, mm-hmm. I have on here, number four, was no retail distractions, which I already touched on a little bit. Like you'd, all those things that walk in the door, 
like you're not going to have that if you've got an outsourced collector, yeah. uh, insurance verification rep. And that, that, and that so doesn't on. mean that you can't handle someone coming into the, 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 the store to make a payment. Because, you know, the salespeople usually, whatever, especially if it's small, salespeople know how to do that. The, the manager knows how to do that. And, you know, I ask, I ask a lot of dealers, you know, compared today, compared to um, five, ten years ago, wh how, much, how much has your traffic decreased? Yeah. And so it's like you can, yeah. One other yeah. element, so far the people that we're working with through um, an outsourced, and, and so far we only have worked through the BDR side. So we haven't had anybody do outsourced collections yet. Yeah. Um, I have past experience with that sort of thing. But for today, it's really just mm -hmm. thinking about how this can look for dealers if they're yeah. going to go this route. And, and we're working with people who the, the BDC actually adapted to the dealer's CRM. So the mm -hmm. dealer was already familiar with the CRM and the mm -hmm. and the data and the inputs and the and whatever. So Neo they're able to, or you yeah. know whatever your lead ma or your uh, mm -hmm. underwriting management tools are, all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they that know just it. helps that way. The dealers seeing the same volume mm -hmm. of you know of calls and and leads and interactions, and they're also seeing uh, they're they're seeing more production they're seeing certainly more interaction so we'll be able to tell yeah. in the coming months whether that translates yeah. into and i agree business. with you george there's a difference between collectors and um cashiers Cashier. and so anyone can cashier mm -hmm. um it's that's pretty easy as well, long as as long as you've got that. safeguards on your my, till <laughs> i would still want my cashiers to be super friendly yes. if they're on the phone and and and, yeah, so and you know anybody. with uh, i've seen with outsourcing that if they get to a certain point they might have someone that's in-house that handles the hard collection calls that yeah. handles the hard stuff but you can outsource all the the other easy stuff the reminder calls the hey let's make an arrangement that sure. you know that kind of stuff right. but yeah I, I agree with you um, George, there yeah. is a difference between a cashier and a collector. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, yeah, somebody who's going to, uh, mm -hmm. and the nice thing too, is you're able to hire the skill set. You'll be very specific in hiring the skill set for that position. And so mm -hmm. that's something else that, you know, you're, you're afforded uh, when you, mm -hmm. when you go looking for this, because they have very narrow and specific yeah. job description, right? Yeah. So it's easy to find the people who align with that. And, and a lot of times they're not distracted. Like, well, you said retail distractions, mm -hmm. um, just distracted by, okay, so <laughs> it's like the HR thing. Um, how often does it happen where there is some kind of drama that's happening out on the floor, out on the, the lot, and you come in and everything stops, everything mm -hmm. stops because... Mm -hmm. We got to yeah. talk about the thing and we got to, you know, and it just, whatever. Yeah. So it's like those, those distractions gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And then okay, the, the last, last one, one. Yeah. The last one was going to be closing percentages. Like, um, can we see, excuse me, increased closing percentages? In theory, that can be true, right? We, but we would expect that that could be the case here. If you're seeing that your closing ratio is low, and you happen to be one of these dealerships that's using kind of car mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. to manage the leads and they're not getting a lot of leads and they're, you know, they're, they're not converting the <laughs> web leads, then I would say it'd be yeah. something to look at. So, so someone, uh, Jeff McIntosh, um, I can't believe anyone would even consider outsourcing calls to third world countries. Yeah. Anytime I receive a call from a party like this, they receive an immediate click and yeah. I, uh, and I wish services are, 
and I which? Oh. Services or vendors. Hopefully you train fluent English, Maggie. Mm -hmm. Yes. That 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 is a con. Yeah. That is a big con. And so be very careful about the 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 people that you um if you are outsourcing yeah. to someone that they are using people that if they are out of the country, that they have very fluent English skills and English understanding skills, because that's a different thing. Or whatever the language yeah. of the customer is. Like, yeah, yeah. We, we definitely have some dealers who have high percentage of Spanish, you know, as a first language. Well, and so which is, which is, you know, kind of nice every once in a while. And, and this is something that we, that Spanish thing that can be a pro if you have someone that is working from an outsourced company that speaks fluent Spanish and English, mm -hmm. because everywhere we go, with our dealers, that's that's one of the questions we ask when we do an on-site visit is like, have you tapped into your Spanish community? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's so funny. I'm yeah. a squirrel. But, I, but people will go, we don't have a Spanish community. And it's like, um, then you're not looking hard enough because yeah. there is a Spanish community. And 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 that's, you know, that's, that's a really, really beautiful set yeah. of, of customers. I, I showed last year that I know mm -hmm. some Swahili, but I didn't. <laughs> It, it, it doesn't come into. There's not much demand for it. I haven't been able to really get any work and, from my. And it's experience. it's a made up language. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. His Swahili is not really Swahili. Oh. So anyone out there that speaks Swahili? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So well, sorry. It was. I thought it was Swahili. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a reference. It's an old joke. From, yeah. From a year ago. I, I but, wish uh, I had that cued and yeah, I would. Yeah. We yeah. Could tee that up. But no. The. Uh, the th I think the thing today, when we talk about pros mm -hmm. and cons, obviously, I think the biggest piece of it would just be um, for the con side. It's like dealers have to get comfortable with the idea that they can find an outsourced company that really would represent them well, mm -hmm. right? So the con becomes, you know, can you do that? Can you really find somebody who's going to speak to your customers in the way that you would want to speak to them? That right? speak in um, fluent English. Yeah. So, you know, being able to communicate effectively mm -hmm. And then potential con could be cost. Uh, well, I would say too. my experience has been, at least with some of the ones we're working with, it's the same as what you're going to hire somebody to put them in the building. Oh, uh, no. Well, because we've seen some collecting mm -hmm. companies where it's like, oh, my gosh, there's – Oh, a well, we're lot talking about of, a different thing, though. Yeah, yeah you're talking about you're talking outsource about, collections. Uh, yeah, but I'm. It's a different thing. It's different. It's different when you're engaging somebody to do servicing of your portfolio, and they're in a kind of a. I don't think of that as the same as this kind of outsource where we're hiring an okay. agent to represent our company to do this okay. job. So yeah, I should have been more that, clear about that. So that that's actually a really big differentiator. We're not talking about hiring a service like yeah. that we're hiring we're talking about outsourcing they work for you um they work they work for you through but, an uh, outsource agent uh-huh it's a it's a little like a temp service except that you've got somebody who's who's full-time mm -hmm. dedicated to your particular business and you just don't have the the hr yeah. and oversight requirements and then you just it's an engagement and you monitor that is this person even though they're not working in my building which we didn't even talk about that part some of our dealers they don't really have a place for a desk for another sales oh my person, gosh we've right? seen so we've seen like we've uh, some dealerships where you know like you drive up to a gas station and there's that little itty bitty um, convenience store cashier area that's part of the gas station um so you 
we've seen dealerships being run out of ones that small. And it's like, I don't know where you put people. (laughs) It's like you barely can fit a desk. So it's a factor. It's like it's a nice opportunity Mm -hmm. to be able to hire somebody, have them work outside the building, and they can be productive. They won't have the distractions. You don't have to worry about your taxes. You don't have to worry about payroll. You don't have to worry about anything. It's just a, it's just a, payment that you yeah, send out. Yeah, to, for yeah. sure. So anyway, it's something to look yep. at. I think it can be a missing link for a lot of people. And it can it be can a really be. important step to scale because your ability to hire, yeah. to move from one to two to three BDRs or one yeah. to two to three collection agencies, uh, election, excuse me, collection, collection agents. agents. Words like, again. I need it's, more coffee. Yeah, I need more uh, coffee. But yeah, it's just a matter of um, being able to scale and move that up and adapt yeah. more quickly. So if you are intrigued by what we've talked about today about, you know, how could I do that at my business and mm-hmm. you just need a little bit of help, give us a call. Yeah. Um, you know, we can, we can set up a, a call and, and kind of walk you through some of the the higher points and, um, you know, some My of the options. Uh, is it? It's where? up there somewhere. It's where? I'm looking. I'm, uh, it's right there. Oh, nice. There yeah. it is. Yeah. Need help? Call or text us, 903-816-0216. That's his personal cell phone. Send me funny um, memes, too. Like, I just always yeah. could use a chuckle. Remember uh, last time I told you, I told someone to send cat memes? Yeah. Nobody said. Oh, no. King you did Barnett get cat. Did send, send well, and thing. also Scott... Oh, Shamrell Shamrell did. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, if there's anything we can do to help, uh, or, and we can give you some referrals too. Um, sure. so give us a holler if there's, if there's something that you're, if you're looking yeah. into possibly doing that, if it might be a solution to some of the challenges that you're having, or yep. you just want to get better. In the meantime, so. enjoy your, uh, Monday. Look for us back here on White Hat Wednesday. Got yeah. some fun things to talk about there. So look forward to seeing you over there. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks Thank you so much in. for joining us today. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and we will be back on Wednesday with the White Hat Wednesday. We'll talk to y'all later. Thanks guys. <laughs>